0: Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am the host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams, aka the Agent of Love. I am your favorite grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. I would like to invite you to walk with me on today as I share a word of encouragement, so grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to be love in action. Well, welcome, welcome everyone. I am so happy and excited to be back with my BLEA family. That is the Being Love in Action family. Listen, I love you guys. I thank God for each and every one of you. I pray that today has been an awesome day, regardless of what you may have experienced. I do pray for each and every one of you that the blessings of God will continue to be upon your life. Today is a special day, family. I know that it's been a while, and before I even begin to get in that, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to all of for all of the emails that I've received and the comments of encouragement. For those of you who may not know and you're new to the podcast, first of all, thank you for all of our Being Love and Action family who have continued to come back and listen. And while I was out, for those of you who have been new to the podcast and you've gotten a chance to listen to um, our episodes, thank you for listening. But I definitely want to say I am so appreciative for the emails that I've received, as well as the comments of encouragement that many of you have left for me. Um, my family is doing well. For those of you who may not know, it has been a year since my family was displaced as a as a result of Hurricane Ida, and God has truly blessed us. We have experienced some rough times, and absolutely, we are still in the process of rebuilding. But through it all, God has blessed me and my family. And you know, I just thank you guys for being mindful of us. You know, I'm always going to be honest. I think one of the things that we have to be mindful of as we are walking through this life uh, and as we are walking as believers of Jesus Christ in our faith, that it will never always be easy for us and we will have those moments. And sometimes we have to shut down and we have to do those things that's important for us, for our mental, physical health and our families. Right. But it never stops us from continuing at some point doing what the very thing that we are called to do, right? So again, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you for your prayers uh, for my family in this season. But I am excited. Um, today is such an amazing and milestone day for my life. Personally, the podcast is officially four years old. This is our fourth year anniversary. Yes, yes, yes. I am excited and excited is just an understatement of the grace that I am feeling. Well, the grace of God that has been on my life and just the humbleness and the humility that I feel on today. You know, it is amazing that we are now four years in. Uh, to the podcast. And if you know me, many of you know my story, but if you're new to the podcast, I'll kind of get you caught up. You know, four years ago when I had the opportunity to do podcasting, I knew nothing about it. Um, Really didn't have a a budget set aside for marketing because, you know, they tell us we have to do all these things to get people to listen. And I didn't know. I, I had no idea. I was trying to figure out. I thank God for my family and friends who were listening week after week. And, you know, um, one thing I know, and I thank God when I first stepped out on fate to do the podcast. One of the things he said to me very clear was don't be concerned about the numbers. And I didn't really understand it then. But as I share this, it, it has definitely come full circle. And I understand um, why he said what he said to me. Honestly, the very first year I might've had 34 people following me and I had about 1500 stream downloads, which let me know that people were listening. And I never forget going into the second year. I said, well, you know, God, usually when I would release a a podcast, you know, I wanted just maybe 20 people (laughs) to listen on the first day. Right. I mean, people were listening, but it, it wasn't, you know, like, I felt like I was really making an impact, honestly. And I never forget going into the second year, I began to see, you know, the streams really picking up because people were really listening, but not so many people were following. And again, I really wasn't concerned about that because seeing the streams let me know that people were listening and that was the most important part. Well, let me fast forward to today, four years in, and mind you, I have been off of the podcast for about, since February. So about almost six months, seven months, I've been off of the podcast as I have been really focusing on uh, my family, myself and my family and getting us uh, situated again as we, are, we have been rebuilding. And what I will say to you, and this is another reason I'm excited, and it, it is because of you who are listening But mainly it is a testament to when you give God, give something to God that he's giving you to manage. Because all I am is a manager of this podcast. You know, he gives me the words, he gives me everything, but it's his podcast. And so as of today, let me share this with you. Okay, y'all ready? Are you guys ready for this? Yes. here's the drop roll. As of today. The podcast on our fourth anniversary has over 38,324 streams, downloads, and we have over 10,491 people that are following this podcast. You don't know, for me, this is truly a testament to the God that I serve because he said Don't worry, I didn't. And he brought the increase. I did nothing extra as, you know, in reference to constantly posting. You know, I really don't care for social media as much. I'm not as active. You know, maybe one day one of these millennials will say, "Okay, Rev, I'll take care of it for you. So, you know, bear with me as I'm still trying to get caught up in the whole social media, you know, posting and all that. But Again, I had to share this moment with you guys um, because it is because of you, for those who have listened for the last four years from the beginning and those of you who have begun to listen, I want to say thank you. So I'm taking out a little bit more time today because one of the things I also want to do, I couldn't go back for the whole four years because this is an international podcast and I'm so grateful for our global audience because you guys have truly blessed me. Right. I am so grateful for my people here in the U.S. who have been rocking with me as well. And I'm also just as uh, blessed and excited for those of you who are been listening from all over the world. And I'm going to shout out some of the countries that have been listening. Please forgive me if I don't name your country. Um, leave it in the in the comments if I, if I left it out. I could not put everybody in here. So I only went back for the last month um, um, just, just to kind of be fair, because it would be ridiculous if I could just name everything. So I'm going to go ahead and share and shout out to all of the listeners um, within the last month. But all of you, I thank each and every one of you. So here we go. I am so grateful to the U.S., to South Africa, Uganda. Kenya, the U.K., Australia, Sweden, Ghana, can- Canada, South Africa, Zambia, India, Ireland, France, Nigeria, New Zealand, Austria, Finland, Iran, Singapore, Botswana, Germany, um, Romania, Jamaica, the Netherlands, Thailand, um, Zimbabwe, Cote d'Ivoire. Maceo, um, South Korea, Mexico, Sierra Leone, Japan, uh, Israel, Hungary, Cuba, Ethiopia, Israel, Hungary, um, Taiwan, Serbia, Philippines, Norway, Malawi, Italy, Croatia, Bahamas, Egypt, Ecuador, uh, Chile, Switzerland, Brazil. Bruni, um, Dar es uh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me if I don't pronounce it properly. Bahrain, Bulgaria, United Arab Emirates, Ukraine. And there were over 93 other countries unknown because we were unable to verify the geographic locations. I am grateful to you guys. I am so thankful. So I had to take this time out to share with you guys that I am aware that you're listening and I am very grateful. And I pray that you were blessed as a result of the podcast. So let us get into it today. Yes, the fourth anniversary. Four years, you guys, four years. The Being Love in Action podcast has been in existence And again, I am grateful to God for the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, with such a global audience. And so, again, I'm grateful. And on today, I just want to share with you just for a brief moment about the faithfulness towards the goal. Your faithfulness towards the gold. what is your faithfulness towards the goal? Okay? Think about that. faithfulness towards the goal. And today I'm going to be sharing with you from Philippians, the third chapter 12 through 14 verses. and I'm going to be reading that text from the message Bible, okay? Again, I'm going to be reading Philippians 3, chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. And I'm reading from the message translation. And the word of God says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously really Reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I have got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I am off and running, and I am not turning back. To God be the glory. For his word. Amen. Here the author is Apostle Paul and he's writing to the church in Philippi. And while he's writing this letter, he is in prison in Rome. Philippi was the first church that he established in Europe after his second missionary journey. And the reason he began to write this letter to them was to thank them for the gift they sent and to encourage them in their faith. Now, I want you to consider that the, the letter of Philippians is considered to be Paul's joy letter. And that's mainly because joy seems to be an ongoing theme throughout this letter. And in that joy, considering Paul's current situation, it contrasts the worldview of what happiness and joy looks like. I mean, here, this guy, he's writing to this this new church and he's talking about the joy of God when he is confined in a prison. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever been in a place where you're having to you're in maybe what considered a broken place or a place that 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 has no real Um, evidence of happiness or joy, it's a sad place, whether it's a mental place or whether it's a physical place. Paul finds himself in this letter constantly referring to joy, even though if you look at his life in that moment, joy based off of a world perspective was not very evident. I want you to understand this. I want you to take note of this as well. Paul dedicated his life to Christ. And Paul faced excruciating poverty. He experienced abundant wealth and everything in between. This letter was written from him in a place where many would consider broken, right? He was in prison, he was in a, a not a good place. And his emphasis, was to desire to know Christ above all else. You know me, I like to ask questions as I begin to dive into the word of God. Ask yourself the question. Can I ask you this? And you, you don't have to answer me. I know I can't hear you, but this is strictly for you. What is it that you desire right now above anything else? Is it Christ or is it something else? Just a thoughts to ponder. So Paul begins chapter one. He's talking about the joy in suffering. You know, he begins with a prayer, thanksgiving, and prayer. And in verse six, he says, "Being confident of this, that he who begin a good work in you will carry it on completion until the day of Jesus Christ." So there he is. He's he's encouraging even in his state of despair in the physical sense. Amen. And then chapter two. So we know chapter one begins with Paul talking about the joy in suffering. And then he goes on to chapter two. And now he's talking about the joy in serving. He's talking about the imitating of Christ in Christ's humility. And then we get to chapter three. He's talking about the joy in believing. and, And and the the undertone of it is putting no confidence in the flesh. So he's saying believe, but not in the flesh. So if he's saying joy in believing, what is that in the believing that's given him the joy? What is it in the believing? That's the key word. Believing gives you the joy. So verse 12, 14, chapter three, verses 12 to 14 says, I'm not saying that I have this all together. That I haven't made, but I am well on my way. Reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I am off and running. I am not turning back. Faithfulness towards the goal. Now, listen to this. I'm not saying that I have it all together. This is Paul, the apostle. He clearly says, listen, I'm not saying that I have it all together. So he's saying I'm not perfect. I'm trying, you know, I'm not perfect. And what he's saying is he's letting us know trying to live a perfect Christian life can be difficult. It can leave us discouraged. And when it happens, You know, it's like, you know, he's letting us know very early. He said, listen, I'm not perfect. I'm trying to live this life. I'm on my way. He's saying there is a goal that I'm pursuing and the goal that I am pursuing is not in perfection, but it is in the faithfulness towards the goal of God. And then he goes on to say, but I am well on my way. And this is what I need you to catch. Reaching out for Christ. So faithfulness towards the goal. The very first thing you got to do is reach out for Christ. The goal is to know Christ. The goal is to know Jesus Christ on a personal level. What and who are you reaching out to? What and who, what or who are you reaching out to? Faithfulness towards the goal. The goal is to know Christ. Amen. On a personal level. Amen. So then Paul goes on to say he's reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I got my eye on. He said, but I've got my eye on the goal. He said, but I am well on my way reaching out for Christ. Who has so wonderfully reached out for me. In other words, he's saying the goal is to be like Christ. Amen. And not only to be like Christ, I want you to understand it is wonderful to honor our leaders. Amen. We honor our leaders and that's great. And that's what we should do. But they are flawed. They are human and they will disappoint us because many times we put them on the pedestals and we forget that they're human. And sometimes the disappointment is not anything that they've even done intentionally. Sometimes we put them on a pedestal and we forget they're human. They have feelings and they go through things just like you and I. And remember when I said to you in the beginning of what Paul was speaking of in this text, he wanted us to understand that we are not to put any confidence in the flesh. In chapter three, the joy is in believing and believing in who? In believing in Jesus Christ. The goal of faithfulness is to reach out to God. To reach out to Christ. To know him on a personal level. And the goal is to be like Christ. So once we once we're growing and we have that relationship with him, now we're beginning to take on the character of Christ. So now we're learning him and we're we're becoming like him. Amen. And so after we do this. He says that I count myself by no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I got my eye on the goal. Faithfulness towards the goal. The goal, he said, I've got my eye on the goal. What are your eyes focused on? Remember, whatever your eyes are focused on, it's studying that thing. God, what are you focused on? What are your eyes focused on? What is your heart focused on today? Is it faithfulness toward the goal of God or is it the worldly things? I know we all have goals. We want to. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Well, most people I don't. But some people want to be a thousandaire. We We have goals to do these things. But many times we don't. Have the same goals or faithfulness to meet or reach the things of God. So ponder that. And then here is what I want us to also be mindful of. The very last thing of the faithfulness towards the goal. After he says, but I got my eye on the goal. And this is Paul speaking to the church of Philippi. He says, where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus, I am off and running, and I am not turning back. Faithfulness towards the goal. He talked about. The goal, first thing, is to reach out for Christ. The goal is to know Christ. And then secondly, the goal is to be like Christ. And then thirdly, he talks about not only being like him, but the goal is to keep our eyes focused on him. And then the very last thing I want you to be mindful of is the goal is to be all that Christ intended for you and I to be. How do we do that? How do we do that? When he says that the goal is to be that all in Christ intended for you and I to be, how do we do that? And we do it by going towards God. Jesus Christ is the model. So when he says that I'm off and running and not turning back, he say I'm off and running. I'm not looking back regardless of my obstacles, regardless of the setbacks, regardless of the detours, regardless of where I may be physically located. Remember that Paul was locked in prison when he wrote this. Oh my God. Thank you, God. That our goal must always be to be all that Christ intended for us to be. Isn't that a beautiful testament? I want you to understand that no matter what you have faced are facing. I said it earlier. My family is still rebuilding. Our lives have been broken in pieces. Every day that we look at the news, there are natural natural disasters everywhere. The murder is running rampant in our countries, whether it's the U.S. or whether it's another country. There's un- there's unrest in the in in within our political systems and unrest with the communities. Everywhere. But our faithfulness towards the goal of Christ must be our goal. We must continue to reach out for Christ so that we know him personally. We must continue to be like Christ and to develop the character of Christ. We must continue to keep our eyes focused on him and we must continue To run and run and not look back regardless of what we have experienced in life. I want you to be mindful of the word of God in Psalms 34 and 19 when he says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them from them all. Listen, I'm not sure if you're listening today. I can't assume that everyone who is listening, is a believer of Jesus Christ. If you're listening today and and you're wondering, man, who is this Jesus? You know what? I hear this woman talking about Jesus. Listen. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the hour holds, you know. But one thing about the love of Christ and what God did with Jesus, he allowed him to become the sacrifice for you and I. So that when these fleshly bodies die, because they will, that there's a gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's the blessing. And he assures us as while we're here on earth, that we're not alone, that he promises never to leave us nor abandon us. Listen, the Bible declares in Romans 6 and 23 that wages, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of love is eternal. The gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. I'm not perfect. I've had my faults. We all have. He said, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's the word of God. But here's the gift of salvation. It doesn't take everything. Listen, it's a simple prayer. Some call it the sinner's prayer. I call it the prayer of of honesty and sincerity to Christ. He says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised you from the dead, you will be saved. Listen, if you want to know more information, I would pray that you can definitely reach out to the Being Love in Action podcast. You can email us. You can reach out to us in the comments. But listen. There are many ways now to connect with the ministry, whether it's locally or online. But connect yourself with people that love Christ, that believe in the word, the full gospel of Jesus Christ. And I promise you, this will forever change your life. Now, will it change circumstances immediately? No. Will it say that you won't have any issues? No. But what it does guarantee that you do not have to walk this thing called life alone anymore. And if you're listening, maybe you know Christ and maybe you've been away from Christ. Maybe you you were at a place that you just felt like God stopped caring and he didn't love you anymore because of the things that are happening in your life. Listen, Paul was in prison. Paul dealt with severe poverty and then it was times he was good. That's life. We can't control oppressive governments. We can't control family members who abandon us or spouses or children. We can't control the things that other people do. We can only control ourselves. God loves you so much that he promised to never leave you nor forsake you. He said nothing you've done is so bad that he won't love you. Listen, today will be a great day. To begin to rededicate in your life to Jesus Christ. I, I, I pray that today was a day that you were blessed through the Being Love in Action podcast. Again, I thank you for being part of our fourth year anniversary podcast. I thank you for tuning in today. And I pray that you were blessed through the word of God. If you would like to connect with us and share your testimonies or how you were blessed through the podcast or send us prayer requests via email or leave a comment, all of our contact information is listed below and also the Twitter being at being love L-U-V nation in Action instagram at being love in action podcast and our email is kenya c williams ministries at yahoo.com you know i love each and every one of you again i thank you all for being part of this you know this this great day in this time of of the four-year anniversary i could not have done it without each and every one of you thank you so much for your prayers for all of the wonderful comments and we I just thank God for you continue to pray for me okay as I continue to pray for you as well and continue to thank God for what he's doing in each and every one of our lives and until next time remember this these three remain faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love That's 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. Now go out into the world and be love in action. Until our next time together, I love you, love you, love you. And I thank God for each and every one of you. May the peace, joy, and love of God be upon your lives. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. See you again soon. Love you, my be in love in action family.